0: I to read two more verses from that, that last reading. After Jesus says, From now on you, have, you do not know him, or you do know him and have seen him. And then Philip said, Lord, show us the Father, and that will be enough for us. Jesus answered, Don't you know me, Philip, even after I've been among you such a long time? Anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. Let's pray. Holy and gracious Father, We ask that we would see Jesus this day. We ask that in seeing him, we would see you and know that he is truth. And and we ask, Gracious Father, that you would send your Holy Spirit, who leads us into all truth, to show us your Son this day. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. These words are pure gospel. These words are pure grace. Jesus is telling us that he is the way to the Father. The first time I came across these verses, I was a young man and a new Christian. I'd gone on a church retreat and everyone got a t-shirt. And our t-shirt's Basically said, Jesus is life. And on the bottom it said, the rest is just details. On the back was the Bible verse. But it was great because, because the, it was Jesus' life, really large. There was a cross and in the bottom. The rest is just details. I remember loving that shirt. It was a, it was a good-looking shirt. It was, it was more than that. It, it, was, it had warm colors on it, even more... Jesus' life, I was experiencing a new life as a Christian. I mean, Jesus was coming alive to me. I was coming alive, really, for the first time in my life. When I'd wear that T-shirt, I'd go to the fair wearing the T-shirt, and people would come up to me. And I couldn't believe how many Christians were around me that I had never known before. But wearing that T-shirt invited these other people to come up to me and talk to me. It was wonderful. Jesus' life. It was so warm and inviting. I loved those words. I loved that T-shirt. I loved it so much that I, I wore it till it got holes. What's that? Yeah, it's a holy shirt then, right? <laughs> but it's because I loved my Lord as well. He was so gracious to me, making me alive, inviting me to know Him more. I'm the way, the truth, and life. No one comes to the Father except through me. These are gracious words. Now later, when I went to seminary, though, I found a problem with these words. It's not that I found a problem. It's just that as I talked to other Christians about these verses, they didn't hear them as gracious words. They heard them as pure law. They thought that these words were, were meant to be exclusionary, to be narrow, to narrow the way to God. I remember some students at the seminary said they didn't like this verse. They said that these words were too exclusive. They they shut the door on conversation. They would have rather Jesus said, I am a way, a truth, a life. Because then at least you could talk to other people. But to say, I am the way, the truth, the life, that that was too much. They didn't like it. Now, others at the seminary liked it a little too much. They took those words, and then they added all other kinds of meanings to Jesus' words. So they'd make this statement, I'm the way, truth, and life. No one comes to the Father except through me. They would make it sound something like this. I'm the only way to heaven, and the truth about me is the only truth that will get you to life after death. Not one person will go to heaven unless they personally understand and believe a clearly defined message about me and personally and consciously ask me to come into their heart. That's how they understood the word. And so, boy, at the seminary, you should see these two groups going back and forth. And I'm sitting there going, what happened to this sweet verse that I love? I didn't even want to wear that T-shirt anymore because they just fought over this verse. What was so warm, what was so inviting, what was so gracious. Because it was opening a door to the whole world for me. At the seminary, it was seen as pure law, as exclusionary. In some ways, I was glad that I grew out of that shirt, because then I didn't have to wear it. The problem with both of those approaches is that they're not listening very carefully to what Jesus said. Even worse, both of those approaches, they see these words as law, they see them as exclusionary. They don't understand the gospel of these words. They understand that these words were spoken by Jesus for the whole world to, to hear and to know and to believe and to trust. These words are, are filled with God's love and invitation. So let's listen again to these words. Jesus says, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Now, I want all of you to say the phrase, No one comes to the Father. Say that. No one, comes to the Father. one more time. Okay. How many people come to the Father? No one. No one means everyone. Talk about exclusive, inclusive, right? Everyone doesn't come to the Father, right? So if Jesus begins by saying, no one comes to the Father. This is really important because he's saying, in other words, he's beginning by saying everyone's separated from God. Everyone's in darkness. So that's how I want you to first start there. Now Jesus isn't meaning that everyone's terrible. This world is, is a wonderful place filled with wonderful people. Some of the most compassionate people in the world do not go to church, just as some of the grouchiest people in the world do. Yeah. Uh, Claude, Cla- is it you raise your hand because you're grouchy or because you know a few? Not sure. No. So he's not saying everyone's terrible. Instead, Jesus is saying, basically, everyone's separated from God. It means that all of humanity, they're on a different plane than God. It means that we don't quite understand God. We don't get God. We don't know him the way that God needs to be known. John 1.10 says, Jesus was in the world, and the world came into being through him. Yet the world did not know him. Or John 8.23, Jesus said, You are from below. I am from above. You are of this world. I am not of this world." In other words, there's a divide, a separation. No one comes to the Father means that there's a distance there, and we can't quite climb up that high. Even if we make a big Tower of Babel, we can't reach it. No one can. Think about the disciples. Are the disciples a wonderful example of faithfulness? hardly right if you ever want to look good compare yourself to the disciples you look great these are people who walked with jesus talked with jesus saw the miracles what happened to the disciples when jesus was about ready to get crucified they took off even after jesus said to peter peter you're going to deny me three times i will never deny you three times peter denied him three times the first lutheran no i'm Or think about Thomas. Thomas hears Jesus speak about going to the Father. And what does Thomas say? Lord, we do not know where you're going. Or Philip, after Jesus says, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. What's Philip's beautiful reply here? Jesus, show us the Father and then we'll believe. Wait, weren't you listening? Philip, I just said, if you see me, you see the Father. What's Philip's great reply, this man of faith who's walked with Jesus? Show us the Father and we'll believe. Right? Philip doesn't get it. Thomas doesn't get it. Peter doesn't get it. They're in the upper room. Jesus is about ready to be died. It's after three years of ministry. They still don't quite understand. If they don't get it, none of us get it. The Apostle Paul was right to say there is no one righteous. Not even one. There is no one who understands, no one who seeks God. No one comes to the Father. The no one means everyone. Now, at this point, you're going, well, this doesn't seem to be very happy words. And I agree with you, except, and if, if Jesus didn't go on, we'd be in trouble. But thankfully, he continues. Jesus goes on to say, no one comes to the Father except through me. So let's say that together. No one comes to the Father except through me. Now, that word except's a funny word, right? Most of us think of that word, and we think what Jesus is doing is he's closing down the door. He's making things narrow. No one comes to the Father, and we say, except through me. But listen again. No one comes to the Father. That means there's no hope. Now the word is except there's hope. Think about a teacher. If a teacher stood in front of the class and said, Everyone failed the test. At that point, you're going, uh-oh, there goes my GPA. But then what would happen if the teacher after that said, except, or but, or however, right, suddenly your ears are, are standing up. Could there be hope? Could there be a possibility of something? And then the teacher said, except, I'll let you take the test again. And this time I'll let you use the book, right? That word accept changes everything. What was closed, what was locked, what was shut is now open. Jesus isn't closing the door, making it narrow. Jesus is opening the door that didn't exist. When I was in high school, I've shared this story to a few of you, so some of you have heard this, but when I was in high school, I spent the night at a friend's house, and my friend lived in the country. I mean, Fabric's the country, but in Deleuze is the real country. It was dark at his house. His room was very dark. In fact, it was so dark, you couldn't find the door. And one night, in the middle of the night, two in the morning, I woke up and I had to use the restroom. But it, because I was so turned around, I had no idea where the door was. And so here I have to go to the bathroom, and I'm, I'm trying to find the door, and I'm banging into the bed, and I'm banging into the wall, and banging into the desk and I have no idea how to get out at all. Here I think I'm going to wet myself because I'm just going, I can't get out! I mean, I, 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 If I could have found the closet, Ed. <laughs> he said it. I'm just... I couldn't find my way out. And finally, I whimper, hey oh, Chris, show me where the door is. He opens the door. Light floods into the room. Suddenly a door has been opened, and I shoot out for it. Right? That's what Jesus is saying here. No one comes to the Father. The room is dark. There's no way out. You don't know how to get out of there, except through me. Jesus is opening a door. He's letting light shine. Suddenly, you have a way out. These are good words. Jesus isn't narrowing away. Jesus is opening a way, a way that was closed. No one comes to the Father, except Except I have good news. Through me, I open the door. Through me, I give you access. Through me, I make it possible. These are good words. But the question is, how does Jesus do that? How does he take us to the Father? How does he open the door? Well, let's go back to the first half of the verse now. I am the way and the truth and the life. Each phrase is important here, I am. What does that make you think of? Way back in Exodus, Moses says, I, God, I need to know who you are. Give us a name so the people will know who you are. Give us a name that tells us about who you are. Give us a name that we can call on. Give us a name that defines who you are and God says, I am who I am. That's the name. You can hold on to that. That's who I am. You can call out to it. You can tell people that's my name. Well, Jesus, when he's saying, I am, he's giving us a glimmer into who he is, so we know who he is. Now, in the Gospel of John, there are seven I am statements. Let's see if any of you can remember them. What are the seven I am statements? Jesus says, I am the? Well, yeah, way of truth and life. That's number six, and it's right in front of you. What's the first one? I am the bread of life. I am the light of the world the second one. Jackie knows. I am the resurrection and the life. And actually, I jumped too fast. That's number five. I am the gate for the sheep or the door. I am the good shepherd. Lays down his life for the sheep. That's the last one. But yeah, no, that's it. I am the resurrection of life. I'm the way, the truth, and life. And I am the vine. You are the branches. All those I am statements are glimmers into who God is, glimmers into who Jesus is, glimmers that we can hold on to. He's the bread of life that comes down to heaven to feed us. He's the light of the world that's meant to shine in the darkness. He's the gate so that we can enter in. He's the shepherd who lays down his life for the sheep. He is the way, truth, and life. He is the resurrection of life. He's the vine. We're the branches. So when Jesus begins with saying, I am, he's saying something about who he is. Now, who is he? Let's continue with the verse. I am the way, Jesus says. Well, the way where? The answer is to the Father. Right before he says, I'm going to the Father. Thomas says, well, how can we get there? And he's like, I'm the way. Now, if Jesus is the way to the Father, what route does he take to get us to the Father? What road does He walk so that we can go to the Father? Where is Jesus speaking? You're up, sorry. Where is Jesus at? when He says these words, He's in the upper room the night before He dies. What road is Jesus going down? He's walking to the cross, to death and resurrection and ascension. When Jesus says, I'm the way to the Father, well, he must walk the road of the cross. He must die and raise from the dead. And he does that so that that we can go to the Father. Now, who did Jesus die for? A select few, remember? Is this exclusionary? Did he die for a few people? No, what's John 3.16? For God so loved the... The world. Sinners like you and me and your neighbor too. The ones who play their music at 12 o'clock at night like mine did last night. In fact, on his cross, what three languages were, were written for, that says this is the, the king of the Jews? Greek, Aramaic, Hebrew, and Latin. All the languages of the world. Why? Because Jesus... Is the way for the whole world. It's not exclusionary, it's inclusionary. He's the way for the whole world. More than that, He's also the truth. I am the truth. Right before His death, Jesus stands before Pilate and Jesus says that He's going to bear witness to the truth. Pilate responds by saying, What is truth? Jesus doesn't answer, He lets His action do the talking as he walks to the cross and he dies in order to show God's love for the world. In fact, that's the truth that he is. That's the truth that God so loves the world that will set you free. Finally, Jesus says, I'm the way and the truth and the life. This shouldn't surprise any of you. Jesus' whole ministry is about life. John 1:4, In him was life. And the life was the light of all people. John 3 16 again, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Or to Martha, he said, I I well, he said, I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. Or I am the resurrection and the life. you guys aren't alive, I'm the resurrection and the life. yeah. Or finally, at the end of the book, but these are written so that you may come to believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that through believing you may have life in his name. His whole ministry was about life, giving life. He's the bread of life. He's the light of the world that gives life. He's the way, the truth, and the life, the resurrection and the life. His whole ministry is about life. It was even more... As humanity is separated from God, where does he give this life? On the cross as he stands lifted up between heaven and earth. He's lifted up into that chasm, into that divide. So that he would be the way, the truth, and the life as he draws all people. Not a few, but all people to himself. Don't you see? By saying, I'm the way, the truth, and life, Jesus is inviting, he's calling, he's pleading, he's drawing all of people to himself. He's not excluding anyone. Now we say, but I'm too much of a sinner. And Jesus says, that's okay. My disciples were sinners. I called them. But I don't get it. And Jesus says, of course you don't. My disciples didn't get it. Come. But I have my doubts. So too did Thomas. Come. But I don't feel it. But when did feelings have anything to do with it? Come. But I don't comprehend it. Jesus but I do. Come. I'm the way, the truth, and life. Come to me as I take you to the Father. Reformation. Hear these words one last time. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Memorize these words. Teach them to your children. Share them with your neighbors. They are pure grace. Jesus is the way, not morality, not understanding, not spirituality. Sweet Jesus is the way. His love for you and, his, and for the whole world, His love is true. He is your life. The rest, just details. In Jesus' name, amen.